The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Like a long intro, didn't it? It felt pretty long to me, Jimmy. I yeah. was being patient. I know, I'm looking for that shit too. Is that mine you're lowering? And I think I'm lowering mine. I'm going to lower mine now. Let me see. Am I hello, sure? hello, hello. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Hi, hi Jimmy. Um, hey, buddy. Uh, the uh, So we have uh, two guests, uh, main event. This Saturday, September the 21st in Mexico City Arena in Mexico City is uh, a really an amazing fight. Jeremy Stevens against Yair Rodriguez. And we have both of those guys. Are they Skyping in? Oh, oh, they're on Skype. Oh, awesome. Of course. We love the new Skype setup. Except, when we're, like, here's the thing. I'm driving. I'm on my way home from the shoot because I finished much earlier than I thought. Okay. So I Skype in, not knowing you couldn't see me. Nah, so I'm doing 60-something miles an hour holding my phone, yeah. like, literally risking death well, and then realize you couldn't see me. I could have just put the phone down. You could have put the phone down is one. And two, that's, that's very... Um, that's very. Uh, that's not very um, stupid of me. It's very stupid of I you. I could have pulled Jimmy. over. I had I'm, somebody I'm else on the car too. Why am I trying to think of a, sh- a bigger word than that? It's very stupid of you. I'm sorry, Jimmy. No, you're right. I didn't train this morning. But I wasn't looking in the camera. I, was I didn't at the road. train or attack my wife this morning. Why? No. Didn't feel like it. No, I wanted to, but she was busy. She had to get the kids ready. And uh, did you want to attack her in the morning? Yes, I, I, I'd like to attack. And my dude, my wife's got a, a kickboxing match coming up. Oh. You know what I mean? So she's in extra good shape. And uh, listen. You I like sex care. in the morning? I like sex in the morning. I like sex in the middle of the night. I like, I love it. I've been with my wife such a long time and I still can't get enough. That, dude, that's, that's I think that's different. I don't think a lot of people have that. I can't well, do it in the morning. Do. I don't know. I cannot do it in the morning. You told me already. You don't like the morning breath. No, it's disgusting. Yeah, you flip them over. No, I'm looking. no you're right. <laughs> Listen, Jimmy, I'm happy you're back. Yeah, me too. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know why there's not enough people. To, this, is, this is a wild fight with uh, uh, Jeremy Stevens versus fucking uh, Rodriguez. Yeah, it really is. And, and uh, Yair, this is interesting because Jeremy is coming off fighting a guy with some... With, with, a, with a wacky style. Not a wacky style. I'm going to say an unorthodox style. Uh, with Zabit. Uh, yes. You know? And that didn't really go as planned. 
No decision, though. I mean, it wasn't. They, it was no, a good I know. Fight. I know. It was a good fight. And those guys were supposed to fight, I think, at least once or twice. Uh, Yair Rodriguez versus um, uh, Zabit. They were supposed to fight. Well, that almost, I mean, when, when he wouldn't fight, I think it was Zabit or Ricardo Lamas. That was after the Edgar fight. And that was when there was this whole, uh, he's not going to stay in the UFC. And he says it was a miscommunication yeah. between him and Sean Shelby. So it'll be interesting to ask Yair. Hopefully we'll have him soon. We can get him on now if you guys want. Yeah, look to get that guy on here, man. You know, he's the main event. He's the main event at UFC Fight Night in Mexico City Arena, Mexico City. This this Saturday, September twenty first, and I'll be honest, that uh, fight against the Korean Zombie, such an incredible. Oh, uh, except he, when they did that, I didn't like when they did that, where they were standing in the center of the ring twice, just kind of like holding their hands up, like in camaraderie. It's nice at the end of the yeah. fight, but with ten seconds left, it's ill advised. Yeah, and then when the guy gets taken out with like two seconds left or one, that kind of sucks. And I'll tell you though, that up uh, that elbow, I. It's fair to say we've never seen that before. No, and especially I, what I wanted to comment to him about or ask him about is the momentum he was able to get with that elbow, kind of going backwards and ducking down and throwing it back well, up. it's kind of like the zombie ran into that. <laughs> yeah. You know? I can't give him too much shit. I ran into a back fist or two. You well, know yeah. what I mean? I mean, sometimes you get over-aggressive. It comes with time, you know? But uh, that, that that was really something else, that fight, because Zombie was on his way of winning that fight. I thought remember. he was, too. I thought he was oh, ahead. No. I remember. F yeah, Jimmy. I'm, I'm was cleaning it, up, wasn't cleaning it two rounds head. apiece? Uh, well, listen. Uh, I, if I remember correctly, I don't I don't remember that, that, that correctly. I don't remember that, like, vivid everything. But I do remember thinking, all right, man, he's got this. He's just got to stay away. But zombies, zombies aren't known for staying away, Jimmy. No, they're not. They they, they go keep forward. coming. <laughs> they just keep coming. They do. Why is this Wikipedia? Can you make this page normal size? Sorry, guys. I I, I'm no, trying to look good. online, but like the half the page is disappearing because it's like, like fucking it. old man font. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay, thanks. Old man but font. But it's like that giant font, which I love my friends in my age group have giant font on their cell phones because yeah. it just makes me feel like I'm a little younger, even though I'm not. That's why Long Longo's got that shit. Yeah, the giant one. And people can read their text from the fucking, from a, a, a Google Maps flyover. You can see what they're reading. It's not cool, man, because no. you can't send anything like silly or sure something like that. Well, you can, but everybody might read it. This is the del delicious uh, kombucha I'm drinking. Can I just tell you right now, the flavors, it's cherry, coconut, lemongrass. Doesn't sound like it'd be good. No, it does actually. Ooh, it's so good. I don't like cherry stuff. It's supposed to be good for my gut health. Is it? I, I hate cherry-flavored cough syrup. Anything cherry, I hate. Yeah, that reminds you like cough syrup. Let me tell you really quick, Jimmy, while we have a little bit of time. I, 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 I'm finished with that, that series on Amazon Prime called The Boys, about the bad superheroes. Oh, you like that? It's so good, Jimmy. You had to hear about it. You told me, and I tried to relay it to someone else. I thought it was on the DC app. No, I didn't remember. No, I, that's I Titans. And Titans. Oh, now you're going to get me to geek out. Titans 2 just came out. It's so much fun. Do you like it? Do I like it, Jimmy? Yes. When do you watch it? Like, I you have watch the wife, it. the kids. When do you have time? Well, I watch it with my wife, Titans. Oh, she'll watch. My wife's into that stuff. Okay. Man. She can geek out it with helps, me. It helps, right? It does help. But uh, I could also, I, I mean. Well, I, let me ask you, will she watch? Or when you watch it, will she get up and start dinner and then come back? Or will she like no, into no, no, it? No, she has to she's, watch? When, she, when we're in, we're in together okay. with that. What I've been watching by myself, and I told you this last time, and I'm late to the, very late to the party, is Vikings. And I'm on the season three. There's five seasons out, and I hear it's still ongoing. We found that out here. Yes. And let me tell you, Jimmy, 
Ragna, Rolo, Loki. It's a party. You love it. Oh, they're pillaging and shit. But I'll tell you. <laughs> what? People don't, Jimmy. I, I know, Jimmy. I'm much. I'm too no, much. No, I don't mind. People don't realize that you're lowering. They don't see you. But I'm lowering my ear volume, but my ear volume is particularly loud. And I, I have very good hearing. And I, Jimmy, I might be particularly loud too. Oh, dun, dun, dun. yeah. The I Skype love hearing song. the music. We all do. I do. What a fat pig I'm turning into. I can't stop eating. Oh, you, you, when you see yourself, I got that. I got the Hensel Gracie uh, Academy shirt on. And do we I have? New clothes, though. We're getting Yair <laughs> on Skype. Hello? I know, but we're looking at... E uh, hello? What's up, guys? I'm sorry. Hey, yeah. buddy, we can't see you. Where are you, Yair? Oh, this is... Oh, yeah, there, okay. there he is. Yes! Hey. What's up, Yair? Good to up, see guys? you. Good, good. What are, now, we're obviously interrupting something. We always are. What are, you in the, what are you in the process of doing? Right now, I'm just uh, going down on weight. Um, that's it. Just focusing on that. Oh, okay. Now, is this cut going well for you? And 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 how hard is it for you to cut typically? Oh, it's been it's been great. You know, I feel in the best shape of, shape of my life, and diet has been going well. I, I'm actually a little low low in weight, so I'm I'm eating more carbs right now in order for me to get you know the rounds needed to close my camp, and that's it. Wow. Okay. And you're already in Mexico City. Uh, how long have you been there to to get used to the uh, the the uh, the air and the climate? So I've been in Mexico City for the last five days, but before that I was uh, during three weeks in a higher elevation place. Um, this, this place is called in Spanish Centro Ceremonial Otomi, which is um, based at 10,700 uh, high feet elevation. Wow. So I, I, was, I was training there, but no use training. I was living there. It was doing everything there. I, I lived there for the last two weeks. How was it when you first started training at that ele elevation, at 10,000 square feet? Oh, my God. It was crazy. Every day, every day was training up. Every day yeah. was training up. It's really, really hard. So even just walking, you know, it's like, like, it's like hiking. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Real. So uh, the first week, I, I kind of take it slow. Used to trainings. And I was doing a lot of shadow boxing, a lot of running. Uh, and I was waking up early, lifting a little weights. Uh, so, you know, just in order for me to get, uh, not to get injured during my training camp, because I think that's really important. And uh, not crazy lift weighting, but, you know, in order for me to keep in shape. And the second week, I, I speeded up. You know, I went up on, on the training camp. On the, on the uh, I was doing four, four trainings a day. I was just focusing on that. So it's, not, it's nothing there, no internet, no nothing. The only thing that you can be focused on is training. So I was really, really focused on that. That's twice the elevation of Denver. Uh, and Denver, wow. you know, up in Colorado, you start to lose a little bit of air too. How long did you, now, now so coming back down to Mexico City is probably a little bit, you know, you're breathing easier than you are up at 10,000 feet. A lot easier. Yeah. So how long did it take you to get used to it where you could actually function and train properly? Uh, so it's three weeks, 21 days. It's 21 days in order for you to get to get your body acclimated, um, your blood and all, and all that. And uh, I wanted to, to come here a little earlier than five weeks because I know it's a little adjustment uh, after you're in a higher higher place elevation. And uh, right now I feel good, you know. Did you ever mess around with one of those sleep tents, those altitude tents, or is that just bullshit? What do you think about that? Uh, I don't think I don't think it's bullshit. I don't think it's the same. It know? can't be the same. It can't be. It can, I don't think it can be the same, but I think I think it helps uh, for people that don't have the opportunity to come 
all the way down here or to a higher higher elevation place. Um, but yeah, I think I think it can help out, you know, especially because uh, what I read is that the, the best thing that you can do is sleep at a, a high high place uh, elevation and then you go and train at sea level. That's the best thing you can do. Um, but I was sleeping, training, eating, everything up there. So yeah, ah, plus That's I was huge. training at the volcano. The volcano is 16,000 feet. Wow. Okay. So coming back down now, how long does that effect last for? Like you get your, your cardio is probably incredible when you go back down closer to sea level because you've been training at that altitude. How long does that have an effect on you? Yeah. Whenever I go down to sea level, it's, uh, it's, it's just better. You know, you feel a little lighter. You can go more rounds. You, it's, uh, your, your, uh, window of recovery is short, is shorter, you know, uh, but when you are up there, uh, whenever you're training, you feel like your muscles are burning. Uh, you feel like you're going to throw up like every minute and then you, your window of recovery is longer, you know, and then it's, it's, it's really, really hard. That's why it's really important to start, start slow and drink a lot of water, a lot of carbs. I was eating like never before a lot of carbs, a lot of food because up there, your metabolism and your energy, um, you, you require more energy, more food in order for you to, to function properly. So I was eating a lot. I was, you know, doing everything, everything properly. Is it harder to sleep at that altitude? I, I've heard it can be a little difficult to get used to it to sleep. It is. It is. Uh, it is hard. You know, um, a little bit of uh, headache sometimes. Uh, some, it was. It was really hard for me to sleep, the, especially the first first week, first and a, first and a half week, because um, it's a really high place. You know, I was I was waking up twice twice at night. Uh, I was hard at the beginning, but, but then after um, after the first week and a half, I got really acclimated, and uh, it was easier for me to to get a good sleep. Let me ask you: your last fight with the Korean Zombie, I, I'm sure everybody asked you to death about that elbow. But is it something you just pulled out of your your back pocket? Did you have that in the arsenal, or is it just something you felt at the moment? It's something. It's something that I that I saw one time. With Cabo Cerrone and really? with, uh, Pedro Camberos, which, which is my my Mai Tai coach, and uh, I saw it one time, but uh, it was they, we were talking about it. We weren't we weren't even training that specific elbow, and um, I after the fight, I remember I was like, okay, where the fuck I see this shit, <gasps> you know? And uh, in the moment, of the fight with the, with the head movement, because for somebody always uh, goes like really open in the punching, you know, he he always tries to connect and yeah. a single punch. So during the fights, since, you know, early in his career and then like in the middle of his career and at the end of his career, he, he has the same style always. So I always saw the same opening, you know. So the strategy was attacking the legs, stopping because he has a lot of pressure, attacking the, the center of, of his body, uh, the middle part, so he can slow down because he has, he was with a, with a preparation of eight weeks against Frankie Edgar, which we know is a motherfucker. He beat me before that fight. Yeah, and uh, I know how tough he is. And I had preparation for this for the last fight for two weeks, and my health uh, wasn't wasn't even the best. My body was my body wasn't ready to take all the damage that I took from the fight. Yeah, and uh, you know I learned a lot about myself during those two weeks and uh, during the cutaway during the fight too. And um, going into the fight, um, as I already told you, with the strategy and all that, no, I, I didn't practice that specific elbow, and I wasn't planning on. On it to land the last second of the last round, but it's something that I that I that I watched in there, and I decided to throw it. You know, it was it was there. I, I can remember the light 
coming down and then Korean zombies facing here, you know, using my, my vision, and then I decided to take a shot. What was amazing about that, too, was the fact you didn't just, like, you know, stun him. Like, you knocked him out face on the mat, and, and the, the, the fact that you can get that much momentum. He was actually coming in, but that you could get that much momentum on an up elbow, and it looked like you were kind of going backwards. That, it was incredible. Yeah, I was going backwards, and then I stopped, and then I decided to go down, and then up. <laughs> so I, if you see, if you see the repetition, if you see the fight, the whole fight, I was try, trying to throw elbows, um, you know, these kind of elbows, spinning back elbows, and all that. And uh, right, like thirty seconds before the fight ends, uh, I did a, um, a head movement, really similar to the end, really, really similar. It's almost the same movement because yeah. I was, I was, you know, I, I, I kind of felt it, you know, kind of feel how he was moving, what he was throwing, same combinations all the time, and uh, at the end, it was there. You know, as I'm telling you, I didn't plan it to land the last second of the last round, but it was there, and I took the shot. Well, it there. it's so great how that ended for you with that fight, especially coming off of a tough a tough match with Frankie Edgar, because you're known as being dynamic, and and then you had that, that fight with Frankie, and then, oh, man, is he going to be the same? And then you did that, the Korean zombie, boom, you're back like you never left. That is awesome. The Frankie Edgar fight, did, what did you take from it? Did you take anything from it? Like, did, is there any eye opening? Because they say, listen, I'm a big believer in you win or you learn. What did what did we take from that? Uh, I think I learned a lot. I, I learned this about myself, especially because I wasn't I wasn't focused on what I what I had to be focused on. I wasn't I was thinking on the belt. I was really focused on the theater. And uh, what I learned, because I'm telling you, I had two weeks for this last camp, and uh, my health I ha I had some health issues. And I didn't know what was going on with my body, you know. And I used to cool think on the people and my family that they were trying, uh, they were going through bad times. And I was okay. What What do you have right now? The only thing that you have right now is the present moment. Do the best that you can with the present moment, and then go and fucking and kill it. Kill the fucking moment. Go go hard. Every moment that you have, be focused on that. And then don't don't focus too much on the fight. And the fight is gonna go. You need to be fluid up there. You know, you just, just fight. You, just, you have to fight. You know, it doesn't matter what you think, what you do in the training camp. You can be preparing yourself for a fucking year, for a camp, uh, for a fight, and nothing's gonna go as you think up here. You know, fight is gonna go completely different. So you gotta be able to adjust up there. And uh, I think I learned that in my in my fight against uh, Frankie Edgar because I wasn't focused on the moment. I was thinking on the fear, and the last fight was like a black, like a black and white. Yeah. I learned a lot about myself back then, and then I learned a lot about myself uh, in the last one. And can you tell what what happened after Frankie? You had uh, you had we're going to leave the UFC at one point. And you said you and Sean Shelby had some kind of a misunderstanding over possibly fighting Lamis or or, or, or Zabit. Uh, has, has what what happened? Because that was confusing. Yeah, so it was something going on with my management team, and they were they were taking over my career, and they were talking to the to the UFC team. And uh, after I realized that something was going on, I just decided to to directly talk to Sean Shelby uh, by because of my friend Mario Delgado, who's going to be in my corner right now, uh, who is a uh, Renzo Renzo Gracie uh, student. I like uh, him already. He, uh, Good. Yeah, <laughs> he told me, "Hey, bro, I think I think you should go and uh, and talk to Sean Shelby. You know, they they have some some something to say to you. I think you you should really go and talk to him." I was like, hey, I don't know, man. I don't know if they, they uh, have good faith with me. I have never done anything bad. I have never denied fights. I always put myself in the line up there. I was, I'm always creative, creative and stuff. So I don't know what's, what's going on. It's like, 
I think you should go and talk to him. So I, I took the flight next day, and then I went to Vegas. Uh, I sit down with Sean Shelby, and we talk about it. And it was just a misunderstanding. And I ended up changing my, my management team and stuff, and uh, we move on. Well, this fight... Oh, okay, you did that. I'm sorry. This, this fight with Jeremy Stevens is very intriguing. Um, uh, first of all, I mean, he's, a th- he's like a throwback fighter, an old-school type hard-headed coming forward throwing power shots it's i mean both your guys previous opponents is a good lead up for you guys facing each other with jeremy facing zabit who's got an unusual unique type of flashy type style uh and yourself fighting korean zombie who's committing to those punches would you agree with that well i think i think zabit is really good I don't think his striking is the best. I think his wrestling is better than his striking and yeah. his jiu-jitsu, his grappling. I think that's that's better of him. And he's really basic on what he does. Yeah. Basic, but really, really solid on what he does. You know, he knows how to take the back real well. He, he knows how to how to draw those uh, crazy submissions. Yeah. And it's really, it's really, really technical, you know? And uh, instead, Korean Zombie and Jeremy Stevens are, are fighters. Korean Zombie, I think, is more technique than Jeremy Stevens. Jeremy Stevens is really dangerous because he he's been a long time. He almost tripled the size of the, the the number of my fights. Yeah, he's been. He's, I think he's a veteran of the sport. I don't think he's old. I think he's just a veteran of the sport because yeah. he knows, you know, a lot of fighting. And um, I'm I'm kind of new for this sport. I used to have eight fights in the UFC, you know. And uh, I'm kind of new for this, but I've been I've been training all my life since I was five years old. And I, I understand my my technical level has to go even higher than this. Is what I've been practicing on, and uh, I understand he's really aggressive, really powerful. But uh, I think my style can can neutralize that. You think you'd be able to keep him from closing the distance by uh, with with kicks and uh, you know again you struck a lot to like you said to the Korean zombie the center of his body which kind of stopped him from uh, advancing or slowed him down. I, I mean I guess that would be a similar thing to do. Not that you want to give away your strategy, but <laughs> to a guy like Jeremy who's pretty aggressive. Yeah, I think I have pretty good strategy against Jeremy Stevens right now. Uh, what we were been working on, and uh, I think I'll be able to neutralize him uh, no matter where or what area. You know, I've been preparing myself for, for this really well. So whatever the fight goes, I think I think it will be, be a great fight. A war. In the fight against the uh, uh, the Korean Zombie, you did you? It looked like he was ahead. Did you feel like you were a little bit behind in that fight? It was very close, but did you feel like he had the edge, or or that you needed to win that round, or did you feel like it was two two? No, I think um, what I felt during the fight, I felt like I was winning all the time. Okay, that was was in my head. Oh, oh, you felt like you were ahead. Okay. So, because, uh, yeah, you guys stopped in the middle for a, a couple of seconds. Um, it was very, very interesting. And uh, and then, man, he ran into that at the end, like six seconds after you guys stopped. Nah. Uh, that's one of the most exciting uh, finishes <laughs> in probably the history of the sport. Yeah, it was a great moment. You know, uh, as you can see, after 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 the finish, after the, the, the ring, I wasn't I wasn't going down until the fucking end. You know, he, he had to take me off, take me off, or take me on my arm or whatever to his house because I wasn't, I wasn't going to give up. You know, my team knew it, I knew it, and right after the fight, whenever the belt ring, ring um, I went to to hug my team, but I was without without strength. I was, I was <laughs> out of strength. I was completely just fucking fucked up, bro. It was really fucked up. People that knows how the shit was going on, you know, they. They fucking, they knew, 
if you fucking if you do one round, we'll be fucking proud of you, motherfucker. You better be proud of you if you fucking go one fucking round or two fucking rounds. You keep me fucking just. I was thinking just the moment during the fight. I wasn't even thinking on finishing the fight or whatever. You know, I was just just go with the moment that you have. Do the best that you can. Be smart about it, and then just fucking go. Every time that you you can, you fucking hit hard as fuck, and you try to knock him out. That's and Corazon will do the same. That's why I think my ADD helped me when I was fighting. It kept me in the moment. You know what I'm saying, right. Jimmy? I wasn't thinking too far ahead. Just in what you had in front of you. Yeah, that's it. All right, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Look, you're number seven. Jeremy's number eight. Woo! Uh, and I think uh, Zabit is five or six. I- I'm not sure if he's five or six, but uh, they're starting to become like a log jam in the in the, in the top ten. So I I hope uh, you have a great fight against Jeremy Stevens and uh, either one of you that guys guys that wins this, you're kind of putting yourself closer to uh, a shot at uh, at the title, which is I'm sure what you want. Huge fight, man. It's a huge fight. Yeah, I don't. I'm not really focused on Saturday right now. I'm focused on here talking to you guys. I don't even care about what number or whatever the fuck it is. I, I'm just focused on here yes. talking to you guys. It is what it is, and I just fucking keep on going. Well, you're love an exciting it. fighter. We love watching you, man. You're one of the most fun guys to watch. And uh, and good luck uh, this Saturday, man. I, I hope you have a good fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck, Thank you, man. Guys. Good Thank stuff, you, brother. All right, see you, man. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. I like it, man. I like that I he throws too. fuck in there a lot. Yeah, yeah. He was, well, yeah, I think he's in. The, I think he's in the zone, man. You know, there's so many. It, it's weird when you look at because again, I, he probably does have better striking than Zabit, but he's such an unpredictable. Like him against Alex Cazares was a good fight because you know they're both kind of unpredictable, hard to plan for. When are we seeing fights. a Crone Gracie again? I don't Isn't know. Supposed to be fighting Cub Swanson. Didn't um, I hear that shit? You, well, you would know because you know him. I don't know him. I'm, you know, I met him before. By the way, where's Brian Ortiz? Well, I'm a big fan. I don't know, man. Where? Where? I was gonna do a Seinfeld. Should where I do a Sh- is it? Where are these people? Oh, that sounds more like Longo. What do you think? Volkanovski's gonna get the next shot at Max, I'm sure. <laughs> but what does Ortega do next? Who does Brian? Well, all Ortega I know is fight? I know Ortega was looking at. At Dustin Poirier's arm around uh, Habib's uh, neck, Ortega, Habib's you think? neck, yeah, and he's you think probably he's thinking thinking. About going up. No, but doesn't he? What does he fight at? Oh, he's fighting at one forty-five. Ortega, Ortega, yeah. Oh, I thought he would have. I'm thinking he's fighting at fifty-five. He would be interesting fighting fucking. Uh, He'd be it. It'd be interesting him fighting. I, he, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe Styles make fights and. I mean, it's not that you've seen a weakness, but when you see 
anybody, like, listen, anybody, you know, getting caught in a guillotine, it happens. You sure. You takedowns. But that guy gets his arm around your neck. It's a fucking, it could be just a rat. Yeah, I mean, he may, uh, he may attack uh, Habib in a way he's not used to being attacked. You guys are always trying to keep him off. He may actually want to engage. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, I'm really excited for him and Tony Ferguson when that gets announced. Yeah. I mean... What do you think of to this, Matt? Uh, what's that, Because Gaethje's fight with Cowboy was so... I love that they like each other so much. And Cowboy <laughs> was great at the yes. end of that. Yeah. Just like, hey, man, this guy's a stud. Whatever. Cowboy's... Uh, you know, he, he hasn't changed at all. Yeah. What do you think of... Uh, Gaethje and Connor is a fight I would really like to see. I'd like that. And that's a big enough fight where Conor could take that. Obviously, he, he, I'm sure he won't co-main for anybody, yeah. uh, especially on a three-round fight. So you can't look at putting him as a co-main. Uh, but you could main event that fight. Gaethje Conor is, is a non-title main event the same way as Masvidal and uh, Nate. Man, that would be wild. That would be a wild fight, man. Yes, it would. I really I really like Gaethje. I like him a lot. I think he's uh, a no-nonsense guy. He's, he's got a no great attitude guy. for life. And he's uh he's literally a do or die guy. He knows, hey man, I can get in, someone's getting knocked out. <laughs> that really gives him the ability. And he's never been more confident with his hands. And the fact that Connor has such a left, uh, I think that would be an interesting uh, fight. Yeah. That that's the fight I would love to see. Is uh, Connor against Justin Gaethje? Yeah. Oh, we're trying to get Jeremy Stevens on the phone. Let's see what he thinks about this. There, oh, he, there is. he is. He's chilling. See, they're much more relaxed. Now, we just had Yair on the phone. Hi, Jeremy. Does he and see he, us? Does he see us? No. I can see you. He can. And uh, right. he was like, you know, in front of all the UFC banners, and you're just kind of, you're just hanging out. In, what are you doing now? You're cutting weight? <laughs> oh, uh, I'm, I'm just lounging, bro. Chilling. Looks like you're chilling. What are you yeah. watching? A little Netflix? What are you, what, what are you watching over there? A little Roberto Duran documentary. Holy fuck. That'll get you. That'll get you in the mood. Uh, that, yeah. I, dude, this, that's not a miss. That's not a surprise to me at all that he's a fan <laughs> of Roberto Duran. Is this is this the one I think I saw where he goes back to Panama and he shows you where he grew up? Is that the one you're watching? Uh, this is kind of like a little bit of documentary about like his uh, life. It's like in uh, it's like in Spanish or, or Latin, and uh, kind of shows like his ups and downs, and it has like Hagler on there, uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, and just kind of how he went through the fall and. The no moss fight, and then he came back, and just uh, his kids' wife were on there. I don't know if you guys seen that one, but it's no. a great documentary. Is it on Netflix? Nah, it's my buddy Fuck. ordered. Uh, he's uh, he's from Uruguay, and uh, he ordered like some some fancy schmancy forty five dollar yeah. for three months type. One of them new apps, bro. I can't keep up with all the apps, but uh, it's a hell of a documentary if you're interested in Roberto Duran. Man, I love that shit. I'm a big, I'm a big fan. I like all those old school fighters. I don't even watch the boxing now. Yeah. But like Hagler, uh, Hearns, Roberto Duran. I tried to watch the Roberto Duran movie. Oh, shit. Jeremy, yeah. it's shit. And I can watch some yeah. shit movies. <laughs> but I was watching them like, oh, this is going to be great. I have hands of stone, I think it was called. Or oh, maybe I made that up, but I, I forgot what it was called. But I, I made it five minutes. I made it about as much as I made it. I made it a little bit further, Jeremy, than I made it with the Jose Aldo movie. Holy. Yeah, it's uh, it's more fucking shit. Uh, this documentary really, uh, I think you'll really like this documentary because if you're looking for what I'm looking for, then uh, that's really it. This kind of shows his savageness and, and who he was as a man, how the people treated him, how... He, uh, he bounced back and just didn't give a fuck, you know, and people told him, hey, man, you need to retire, and he still had that dog in him, you know, and no one's really ever taken that out of him, so uh, 
truly a great documentary. You got to watch are you, it. Are you a big boxing fan? Were, were you, uh, or is it more just him that you like? Uh, growing up, uh, we, me and my family, we you know we'd have like get-togethers, you know, uh, uh, Mexican style. You know, we'd have like a lot of food, <laughs> and you know that's what I was playing with all my cousins running around town, and uh, you know my my uncles and and everybody. They'd all, they'd always buy the boxing fights. You know, uh, Gotti to Oscar De La Hoya to Mike Tyson. So uh, my my family's big fight fans. What happened to Marvin Hagler? Um, I mean, he just, I guess he just retired. But he I went to, he went to Italy and became an actor. Did, oh, did he go to no Italy? Shit. I haven't heard anything about Marvin Hagler in so many, you know, my, in most of my childhood watching him fight. He was on the documentary. He looked, he looked great on there. I don't know when that documentary was made, but uh, for an old guy and, and getting in fights, he was well-spoken and uh, looked great. So hopefully he's doing well somewhere. It's, Isn't it crazy? Sorry, yeah. I'm at with boxers. You, you have guys like, uh, you get guys like Meldrick Taylor who came off really like he took a, went through some wars. And then you have guys like Bernard Hopkins who sounds like he just stepped off a college campus. Like some guys just are able to avoid the headshots, uh, I, I guess, for a longer period of time. So people are just blessed, man. You know, just like some fighters, they're just natural born fighters, natural given athletes, you know. Uh, you know, I always, always say I like guys like uh, Yoel Romero, uh, Daniel Cormier, uh, even like my boy Brandon Vera. Uh, that are later on in their careers and they're making the most money and they're and they're succeeding in life. You know, when I started growing up watching MMA, it was more guys on the downfall, guys getting knocked out uh, and, and leaving in bad ways. So, uh, you know, to see fighters, you know, most of us come from fucked up fucking lives and a lot of bullshit and we go through like a lot of adversity. So see someone succeeding at the end of their career, and, and, and all their hard work, you know, it's like, you know, here I am, 17 years I've been fighting. I've been fighting since I was 16, 17 years in the game. Jorge Masvidal, 16 years. Nate Diaz, you know, uh, 15, 16 years plus, making the most money, you know, at, at, at this point, and they're still in their prime. These guys are still fucking yeah. highlight real knockout artists uh, to, to, to just savage dogs, you know, and uh, that's good to see because, you know, before I think growing up, you'd always see guys on their way out going on a on a bad end. Yeah, and it must be a lot. You're lucky because, you, like you said, you started young. You're a young dude, so you still have years of fighting left, and yet you have the experience of somebody who's 40 years old. 100. percent You know, that's a lot of people don't account for. You know, a lot of people see guys get hit, and they're like, "Man, how is this guy still standing?" They don't see what's in the soul. They don't see what they've been through. They don't. They don't understand that just tenacity and and mental mindset that they have, you know, and I feel like that's where a lot of people kind of write me off. They don't, they don't see what I see, you know, and that, that's, it's okay because I'm here to shock the world. I'm here to show people what I'm about. And, um, and that's raw business. I'll tell you what the Korean zombie didn't see that fucking elbow by Yair Rodriguez. He did not. What did you think about that? <laughs> what a segue, huh? <laughs> Excellent. what did you, you think about that? what did you think about his fight with, uh, what do you think about your Yair Rodriguez anyway? He's got a, a buzz about him, even though, you know, Frank Yeager, he had a hard time with Frankie, but before that he took out BJ and he had some flashy fights and and again he's got that he's got a little he's got the kind of like that Zabitz like like uh Zen about him where people are talking about him. What is your take on his last fight with Zombie? What's your take about on him and his opponent? Uh, I definitely see a lot of holes in his game. I see a lot of a lot of areas, but that was an incredible elbow, you know, but uh you know, that was just stupidity of zombie. You know, <laughs> that let, sounds let's funny. His name, zombie. Yeah. You know, walk right into my 12-gauge pump and I'm going to blow your fucking head off. That's exactly what I think of zombie. Ooh. You know, he just comes forward and, and he got That's caught. Funny. Very stupid. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't fight stupid. You know, I fight with smarts and I fight with hard work. 
you put those things together, I'm, I'm going to separate myself from the pack. Uh, I feel like I broke Zabit. Zabit's looking up at the clock. He's trying to do flashy shit. This guy's got five rounds with me. He's in there with a different animal, you know. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not here to shake your hand. I'm not here to be high-fiving and fucking hugging. You know, you want to do that, go to another sport. You know, I'm here to kill you. <laughs> I'm with you, you know, on I'm that shit. Your country, <laughs> you know, so, uh, you know, he, he he's a great, he's a young fighter. He's a young kid. You know, and I'm going to treat him like one, so. That's it. That's all I got to say about it. How long have you been in Mexico? We talked to him. He said he trained at uh, over 10,000 feet for a while to get acclimated. And, and, uh, and how did you get acclimated to the uh, to the altitude? Yeah, I trained uh, right right around that level as well in Zacatecas. I've been down here for five and a half weeks putting in work. Uh, you guys remember the Cain Velasquez-Verdum fight? I've been yeah. telling people this. You know, Cain Velasquez Overdoom, is right. cardio king. Uh, but very stupid. Came down here last minute and got his, his ass whooped by Verdum. Verdum just outclassed him. Spoke better Spanish. Fucking, uh, <laughs> and, and just whooped him up, bro. I it's mean, fucking funny. It's preparation, you know. I always say, you know, I've, I've prepared the best that I can prepare. You know, now I just surrender to the outcome. What's going to happen is going to happen. But uh, I'm in nasty fucking shape, and I love being out here. It's a beautiful country, beautiful people. People of Sacagawea opened up the doors for me, and uh. Uh, they treated me like family, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about, you know, some family probably treats me like crap, you know, so, yeah. but if I'm talking about real family, man, these guys are incredible. And, uh, you know, some of them are coming out here to the fight, so I, I can't wait to go in there and perform and, and, uh, you know, there's time spent away from their families. They're, my coaches spent out here, you know, people forget about that. And I never disrespected one minute, one day I was up early in the morning, four thirty, five in the morning, running late at night, running, running mountains. You know, embracing myself amongst the people, you know, sticking to the diet, training my ass off for multiple hours, you know, and uh, I've been putting in a lot of work, a lot of different camp, you know, and I put myself in an uncomfortable position right now at this experience in my life. And at this point in my journey, I'm ready to kill a young kid. Yeah, I you know, I'm it's old. I think I'm going with Jeremy. It, it, it's right on be... the spot. I'm saying it. Uh, Yair seems like he was uh, he was good, but you also seem like you're really ready. Um, and and the altitude, he said he got sick. It took him a little while to get used to to ten thousand feet. Uh, and when you train that high, is that like a town, or is that just a place people go to train, or is there actually a whole infrastructure in town that you actually living in? Uh, no, uh, Sacagawea is a beautiful city. No one told me exactly all the the, the beautiful things that that go on there. It's so historical. Uh, the government doesn't even allow them to change the buildings or the houses. It's like back in like Pancho Villa era. So there's a lot of fighting history there, like conquistadors, uh, the Portuguese, the French. You know, I saw parades and like the, uh, what do they call them, like the Mora. Oh, shit. What happened? Hope oh, he doesn't... To hope he doesn't think we hung up on him. I don't need Jeremy Fuck Stevens you. angry. It's what just the connection. There? He might not have the best connection. Hey, buddy. Sorry, we got disconnected. Uh, you were saying that you were you've gone to par uh, parades. I think that was the last thing we heard that you gone to yeah, some parades. Yeah, so like there. the Moras and like the Arabic people were there, and uh, it's a lot of deep history and fighting, and it's just a beautiful place. But the place sits up like uh, eighty five hundred thousand uh, feet in the air. Uh, we went to La Bufa, which is like the highest mountains. We we hiked up there. We ran up the mountain. Uh, trained up there and it's just uh, you could feel the difference within uh, the first couple days you know uh, I could definitely feel my lungs but you know I'm, I'm a mad dog I love pushing through that and feel that type of suffering it just thrives me as a man to, to get past all that but uh, the big difference for me I guess was uh, the way that my body would recover I mean I'd wake up and uh, I felt 
older than what I am. You know, my legs were fucking hurting for the first couple of days. But, uh, you know, I got there. I expressed to those guys, like, hey, I need some recovery. I need this, that, ice baths. And, man, they, they snapped a finger like that, and everything was there for me. And so after three days, I felt I felt great. You know, the first week is probably the hardest week. Everybody's telling me the second week, you're really going to feel it. You're going to feel it. And, uh, you know, I, I blew them people away. I was like, watch what I can fucking do. I'm going to shock you. And the training that I was doing, you know, these guys were sitting out and watching me work. You know, these guys were like, damn, you're in shape. You're in nasty shape. And I came out here in shape. You know, I went and trained with Tony Ferguson. And you know that dude's a cardio freak. Dude doesn't get tired. We trained multiple hours, uh, ran late at night. And uh, Tony Ferguson's like, dude, you're in fucking nasty shape. And that was like six, seven weeks ago. So, you know, I'm ready to go. A lot of people talk about how, how great a shape they're in, but, you know, you're going to feel it on Saturday when, you know, when I'm in the octagon with a young kid, I'm going to break them. You sleep well typically? Are you a good sleeper? Uh, I just sleep when I'm tired. You know, I am I'm, I'm I, I kind of have an unorthodox schedule. I do what I want, how I want, and uh, just, yeah, when I'm tired, I sleep. Okay, so you're not good at laying down and going, all right, it's 11 o'clock, it's time to go to bed. When, when you feel it, you just you, you, you lay down. Yeah, I'm not that dude. You know, I, I try to work out as hard as I fucking can, as, as many hours as I can, until I just don't have any more. Because to me, I don't know when I'm checking out. I might go go out here and get robbed and kidnapped by somebody and get shot in the head. So uh, who knows what's going to happen, bro. So I just try to put in every day and uh, live it to the fullest. And, you know, I'm high energy dude. You know, now at this point, you know, I'm, I'm tapering off a lot of bit. So I find myself kind of going nuts. So, you know, I, I, I go outside. I try to just in, in, enjoy the nature. I'm, I'm looking at poor people on the sidewalks. You know, I'm, I'm looking at these humble people working their ass off. And it's just reminding me how I grew up. So I get a little bit of a different feel there. So that kind of takes me away from just sitting in here and, and uh, you know, boring myself to death. You mentioned being kidnapped. I mean, is that something you think of? I mean, cause Mexico City does have the reputation at times, if you're not careful. Is that something <laughs> that they, they kind of tell you, like, hey, just kind of stay in the hotel and be careful? Well, they kidnapped me. I might, I might be one of their top Sicarios, or, you know, they might just throw me back because I'm too crazy. So <laughs> I'm not really worried about it, man. Uh, there's great people around here. You know, you hear a lot of scary stories and that, you know. But uh, really, when you put yourself amongst the people and the people that I've been around, uh, it's great people. You know, you get that in the States anywhere. You know, you want to go uh, party, do drugs, hang out at bars. You're going to find yourself in a, a world of hurt. You know, I surround myself with good people. At this age, I know what to do. Well, good luck, man. This Saturday night um, against uh, Yair is the uh, is the main event, of course, and it's uh, fight night, the 21st from Mexico City Arena. We love watching you, man, and, and this is a great fight. Uh, you know, I think you know that Yair's Ooh, it's strategy. beautiful. Look at that. Wow. Look at this, boys. Look at this that. is what I get to see every day. Look at that. That's what, really great. What, what do you? And then you got to uh, fist fight on Saturday. What do you got to complain about? Look at that. Beautiful. Really nice. Fighting's fun. These Fuck are the yeah. hard part. Doing interviews, <laughs> stuff like that. That's the hard part. Fighting's fun for me. Fighting's yeah. the fun part. Well, we make this fun too. No. Nah. Oh hell yeah! I love talking to you guys, man. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy That's Stevens. Good. good luck, Jeremy, on Saturday night, man. It's always good having you on. Good luck, buddy. Thank you guys. I really appreciate it. Do your All thing. Right, talk to you again. Peace. All right, man. The longest field goal ever attempted is seventy-six yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also seventy-six yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a seventy-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. 
Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. I, he's a throwback, Jeremy Steve. Yes, he reminds is. me of uh, somebody I'd hang out with. Yeah. And then I hang out with guys like you, too. We're very different. You're a little different. I, I, I'm fascinated. Like, I listen to a guy like Jeremy, and I'm fascinated. What is it like to be a person like that? Yeah. Like, when he goes, I push myself. Like, I'm like, I'm so fucking tired all the time. What is the, How do you yeah. get up and fight through it? Dude, I can't well, sleep. Well, I'm a napper myself. I'm an alpha also, though. But I can't nap. A, I'm a bit of an alpha. Yeah. And is an alpha a bottom? Oh, I stand corrected. I'm not. No, no, Jimmy. Sorry, I said that wrong. No, but Jimmy, the thing is this. I, I feel that uh, a nap really brings... I mean, I was just sleeping on the train, Jimmy. Matt, you like to nap and fuck in the morning. Yeah. Like, we have very different lives. I don't, I wake Jimmy. up, I'm sluggish. I make myself go to the... I'm not a go to the Mexico 10,000 feet and tough it out guy. I'm get there, complain, get oxygen, and immediately leave. Do you know that... Uh, that that... The Nate Diaz and Masvidal fight thing is going down. You oh yes, that. it is at the Garden. It's the it's the main event in, in New York. What's the co-main for that? Have they not announced the co-main? Wait, there's a press conference tomorrow in New York City, and we didn't hear about this. How come we're not fighting? This? I don't know. First public appearance together since the fight was announced. And those guys like each other, but yet, I mean, that really is a again the thing I love about the UFC is uh, uh, Nate mentioned it, and Masvidal was like, "Fuck it, that's a huge fight." You and know, now nobody's talking about. Uh, Colby and Kamara Usman, which is, uh, again, a shame because I, yeah. I want to see that fight badly. I just think it's weird with the bad motherfucker belt. I just think you it's know, silly. I, I agree. Think, I, think I think Nate said it kind of in jest. Tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. He, he said, said it tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. Like, I want a guy that's not going to just try to grab on me. I want to be somebody's going to throw down a real motherfucker. Yeah. That's what he's saying. They're saying bad motherfucker, but they're kind of going with it. It's not like a serious thing. It's just, no. it's just something. But they're making a belt? They might as a goof. Okay. Oh, right. Uh, that's right. Uh, Ivanov and uh, and Derek Lewis is. is oh. <laughs> that's a really good fight. Of course, and Corey got, Anderson, oh, Johnny shit. Walker. Before another I great forget, fight. Before I forget, Jimmy. Um, did Caitlin. you see the fights over the weekend? Yeah. Did you see? Give me the names, please, of the acrobat versus the the kid who took the fight on short notice and went up and wait. That's right. Holy the acrobat! Uh, I know he means he's a hometown guy too, and he lost. No, he's a uh, Brazilian guy, I think, wasn't he? I thought he was. Uh, I thought he was a hometown guy and lost the uh, decision. I could be wrong. No, there it is. <laughs> Where Get me that fuck. He just had his name. Where'd it go? The fuck? That one right there. Press on that. It's Michael Pereira. Oh, I'm sorry. Michelle? Michelle. Oh, his name is Michelle. And is he from Vancouver? No, he can't no. be. I think he's Brazilian. I'm pretty sure he's Brazilian. Now, look. Holy shit. Now, he's saying that, oh, no, he only got tired because of something or other. No. No, 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 no. You got tired because you're hopping or you're, you're doing fucking backflips. Yeah, jumping off what the, the fence. What the fuck are you doing? It was almost like that, that that Anthony Pettis move. I was never... No, but that's that's kind of... That actually could land. But I mean, it seemed like he was just trying to do he a, was, like a best of. He was what I would call acting a fool. <laughs> 
with fucking we see some clips of that can you yeah put that on so we could i was never so ha more happy i was so happy because that the again uh, uh, can we have his opponent's name please where's his opponent Connolly, who fought up in weight and took this fight on short notice stuffed it up michelle's ass good for him good for him that that kid was like a steady Eddie. They didn't look like he was going to light the place on fire with his... I mean, he looked... And again, he didn't have a proper camp. So you Comes didn't enjoy... You did not enjoy... I enjoyed him losing. The bouncing because around. Because he was a showboating silly man. And it was so... It was. I'm like, this guy, how is this? This guy's going to get tired. It's like, I'm like, how is this guy not going to get tired? Now look, this other... Now Connolly, he's not that big a dude. He looks like a blue collar. And look at this guy. This guy took six minutes to get out. I don't six like people. Minutes. Wait, hold on. Now he's going to dance. Dancing to the funk. I don't like it. I don't like when Jacare does Michelle. the alligator. Ready? Even John Jones, who I love. Mm. I don't like when he screams. Look, wait, hold on. He's getting he's getting his corner men up here to do the dance. Ready? They're all ready. Now he's got his guys next to him. Ready? Hey! We're doing, we're doing a little horsey. We're doing a little fucking, what is this? The Macarena? Boo! Boom, I don't like that you, either. Oh, for this reason alone, I'm happy he lost. Holy shit, man. I don't care for that either. Uh, some guys are just very happy. Yeah, I think like Cowboy Alvaro is very happy Dude. walking and having a ball. Look at the way this fight starts. Look at this. Ready? Ready? Oh, I'm jumping off the cage. That's I didn't mind thing. that, though. That was Now, a, what is that? Tell me what that was. He just did a backspin. I mean, he's just... He's just ex he's now look. He might be either what, showing off he, or trying to be cute. Everything he does is or, explosive. Everything, everything he's done is, is explosive. But is he trying to do all that to be showboaty, or is he literally just trying to have the guy have no idea what his movement is going to be? No. Or do he think his cardio is better than it was and would last longer than it did? Look, look, he's basically doing what he wants in the beginning. But look, right? Yeah, it looks like it's throwing but, uh, Connolly off too. Yeah, but he's keep yeah, but Con. I mean. Of course it is, because the guy's just... Shooting for takedowns and not too sure how to time it going in. At, if you look at the size difference, it's downright silly. And yep. this guy just basically... I mean, look, look, he's not even near getting him taken down, Connolly. Right. But yet, he's going to make some distance. Look at the size difference. He's up to his chest. Yep. It's so great that he beats him. Yeah, you root for the smaller guy, don't you? I Well, Jimmy... I'm not blessed with height, but that's not what this is Doesn't about, matter. Jimmy. You didn't have to take a shot at me. Oh, no, but I'm saying I appreciate that about you. Jimmy, look at the difference in size. All right, you can shut this off now. It's boring. But uh, listen, I mean, you can leave it. Yeah, whatever. But I mean, he basically just kept that foot on the gas. What do you think's going to happen? Yeah. Well, you know, unless your car, again, unless you have Tony Ferguson, but you want, I would love to nah, ask that guy, were you doing there's this? There's a big difference with Tony Ferguson doing a little El Kukui dance, which is something that when he does, I want to do cartwheels. Sure. No, no, I mean, I, I get happy. I mean, if you have Ferguson's cardio ability or if you have the cardio to keep that up, well, that's, fucking, a, that's what, tough. Mary Lou Retton in that motherfucker? Dude, he guy's got to relax. She had a good backflip. Only me and you'd remember her, though. I know. Old fools, please. Wait fucking five more minutes. I'll be talking about Nadia Comaneci. And then oh, you'll be tap out. Now you lost me. I know. I'm old. Yeah. But my thing is, was he doing that because he wanted to show off and showboat? Or is he literally just trying to do so much odd movement so uh, nah, Conley can't right figure out? You think he was just no. showboating? Shh, Jimmy. There's no odd movement. He did a a backflip over like to, it wouldn't. What, what the hell was he licking the that land? That was probably ill advised. Yeah, but he did it tw a couple times at least. Why? What the fuck? That's not showboating. Maybe he's a superhero. 
Don't, how dare you say that about superheroes, <laughs> Jimmy. You know how much I love superheroes. <laughs> yes, you really do. Don't goof on me because I'm a grown man that has a love of superheroes. No, I won't. Do you goof on Kevin Smith? Huh? I, I he likes superheroes. Well, Kevin did put me in a film. My work with you. Two films. I, we've been working with each other for over three years now. I love it, too. Every moment is a, is a small slice of heaven. They thank, just add up. Thank you, Jimmy. Um, um, what else do we want to talk about? Well, we're Zabit, done Calvin, uh, Calvin Cater has been moved to... I was so looking forward to that. I know. I'm happy they rescheduled, though. It's to Russia. Yeah, but you know what? If anybody's going to go over to fucking Russia like a pimp, is Calvin Cater. What's the Russian Calvin uh, Cater's guard? fucking badass, man. Yes, he is. I, I, dude, I was in the locker room with Ricardo uh, Lamos looking fucking great, and then he went out there and fucking yeah. Calvin Cater punched his head off. I'm not yeah, laughing at yeah. him. I'm just saying that was a fucking punch from hell. Yeah, he's he's kind of a, a Boston. He's like one of those oh, guys yeah. from Boston. Boston's just a yeah. Like, he's the guy. Place. He'll meet you. He'll meet you in the back alley. You know, put some money up. Now here's what I want to see. Now, Take that uh, money. Paulo Costa's thirteen and zero. Um, him and Romero was an incredible fight. It was a really great fight. Um, he's Adesanya calling Sonia Whitaker. He wants the winner of that. And he's call he's he's calling Israel uh, a uh, a skinny clown. I don't like that. No, but I wouldn't those think are that's fighting a, words. That's not a fair classification, but no, I mean, it probably well, makes it. You know, first of all, fight if him. he might be th like uh, not bulky, but he's not like scrawny. And what's so funny about him? Why is he a clown? Right. Why is he a clown? Was he got a funny nose on? Does he amuse somebody? Does he amuse him? Um, Khabib, Jimmy. they're talking about Habib against. GSP. Nah, like, who the fuck saying I, that? Come on, man. there's management saying that GSP is first. Uh, I want Ferguson. This is the well, fight everybody Fer wants, I mean, listen, and he deserves Ferg it. Ferguson fucking deserves it, man. Ferguson deserves. Ferguson is just. I like that he's so wacky in a good way. He's you great. Know what I mean? Yeah, man. Guy's doing Wing Chun. Guy's doing all sorts of shit, yeah. and, he, and he makes shit work. Yes, he does. Jimmy, um, even though I'm at my schools every weekend, this weekend I'm going to be at the. Uh, the, the, the UFC gym people got in touch with me. Ah. And I'm going to be visiting the gym in uh, New Hyde Park, Long Island from 2 to 4. So I'll be over there giving high fives all around <laughs> in, Long, in Strong That's Island. Crazy. Yeah, I'll just give a little plug. Okay. Uh, it's the end of the show. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. I'll be oh. in Toronto this uh, next week, not this week, next week. And then I have New Brunswick, Denver, Ooh. Charlotte, Ooh. and uh, Philadelphia coming up. Man, you're, you're a busy man, Jimmy. Yeah. I'm going to be going to Australia. I'm not throwing out what I'm doing because you're throwing out what you're doing. But I'm going to go to Australia with Ray Janelle because Ray Janelle's fighting Dan Hooker That's over right. there. Dan Hooker called upon the Fury. And now, now we're showing up. Strong Island showing up. Great fight. We're backing up Ray Janelle. When exactly is that? Let me tell you something. When my buddy has to go fight around on the other side of the planet, I'm going with that motherfucker. Sure, especially Australia. Why not take the trip? Yeah. Why not? Fun. It is fun, Jimmy. Is it fun? Yeah. Uh, Jimmy. Hold on. You what know, is that? October that. 5th. I'm excited. You know, uh, I'll tell you next week what goes on with my wife's kickboxing match. Yeah, please do, That's man. That's great. fun. Uh, you know, again, she's 35. She wanted to, she got in shape after having my children and next thing you know, picked up the training. Next thing you know, gotten some sparring. Now she's getting a fight. She loves it. That's I'm great. Very, I'm very proud of her. Yeah, of course. She's She makes me the man I am. I don't know. I threw that last part in. Yeah, I'd still be the guy I am. Yeah. But she's she's a she's a really good partner. Yeah, that's that's better. Ah, uh, Jimmy, I'm gonna go now. Me too. What do you want to do? You want to go walk to Penn Station together? We'll have to wait for the fucking freight elevator. This building sucks. <laughs> 
They have these piece of shit elevators. They never work. Now <laughs> neither so. of them work. They, I know, Jimmy. Let's One go. of us is going to get caught between the elevator and the wall. You're going to be getting on, and the I elevator know. is going to jerk up and I'm, just I'm mush very, me up I'm, between I'm, the wall. That happened recently in the city. I'm, I'm very, very scared. I of get things. the fuck on quick. Me too. None of that lollygagging. Me too. Fucking... I get my kids too. I go in on, 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 in on, really quick. Get on, get off. Get on. Yeah, that's it. People that stop and talk. I and mean, I love these dummies that when the elevator doors close, they throw their body in. I, I wave my arm through, so if it closes, my arm doesn't even get caught. I do like a magic foom. Any of you who put your body in there, stop it. The Jim, fucking elevator is going to close on you Jimmy, and drag you up into the wall and mush you. We could have ended, ended the show four minutes ago. Listen, this was nice. I hope you guys uh, take good. We, we need a phrase to end with. How about I'll say take good and you say care, folks. <laughs> you know, like that. <laughs> How about this? Take good. Care, folks. Goodbye. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.